0: Hello and welcome to today's episode of Coffee with Bobby. Today I'm having coffee with Nigel Marison and Angelica Pinzon. Having been on the ocean in one way or another since childhood, Nigel is in his element when surrounded by water. He circumnavigated the globe at 22 years old on a 45-foot sailing yacht. He has since spent two decades in the super yacht industry, predominantly as a captain covering all of the world's major oceanic territories alongside unique experiences in Arctic navigation. As a master, his last command was that of a 55-meter super yacht cruising the Mediterranean, Caribbean, Indian Ocean, Arctic and other far-flung destinations around the world. Broadening his horizons in recent years, he remains a mentor to captains and crew, in addition to taking on a role as a leader in wider areas of sustainability and oceanic preservation and regeneration. I'm also having coffee today with Angelica Pinzon. She has a passion for creativity, innovation, and strategy with a background in visual communication branding, and creative thinking, she has been involved in entrepreneurship for over 10 years now as a pioneer in UX, UI development in Spain back in the day. And thanks to always having a strong connection with the power of community and surrounding herself with the people shaping the world, she then shifted into bringing her personal projects to life sharing knowledge and ideas is the key that drives innovation. She has been evolving with the market, finding her strength in strategy collaborating in projects like Voyager Europe and Kai Retreats and funding Global Shifter, and currently Alegria Creative Studio. These days, along with Captain Nigel Marison, she is an advocate of sustainable change and is co-creating Conscious Yachting Club, a much necessary fresh and young vision for the yacht industry to innovate and adapt to the current needs and evolution of the market. Nigel and Helica, thank you so much for joining us today. It is amazing to have you guys both on here from Spain. You guys are my first guests internationally um, from Spain and I used to live in Barcelona. So I'm so excited to speak with you today. Nigel and Angelica, do you want to share with us a little bit more about your story, how you met and what you're currently working on?
1: Yeah, sure thing. Um, It was uh, June 2019, actually, when uh, uh, I got a little bit uh, disheartened with uh, yachting and and decided to um, uh, leave uh, leave my uh, command at that time. I'm a super yacht captain. And um, I decided to uh, to leave my command. We'd recently moved to Ibiza in Spain. And um, it was it was a really exciting uh, uh, time for me, a time of, of, of transition and change, uh, an opportunity. And um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it was it was emotional um, for me, considering the fact that I would worked uh, in yachting for two decades. And um, uh, but I just came to a point where I, I sort of readdressed uh, what what I was wanting um, from uh, from my life and, uh, and and what I was wanting uh, in, in in return and um, and so it's uh, it's uh, it, I suppose the universe guided me really into um, uh, quitting my job and uh, at that time we'd just moved to Ibiza and so I was very excited to. Um, To have the uh, a summer kind of vacation uh, in my uh, my new island of residence, and uh, which was amazing, but then uh, I I I sort of um, always had this uh, this this um, feeling that uh, I had uh, power to 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 to, uh, entrepreneurial. uh, capacity capability uh a real feeling that i could um, that i could have change uh, i could do something which, which would um, which would have a uh, really positive uh change and um, it was just a matter of, of getting that out of me really and uh, um i uh, started to um invest uh, well explore my skills my experiences and um, think about how I could um, offer um, a service um, which uh, encompassed my my skill sets and, 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 and experience and knowledge and uh, I, I started that by um, uh, in experiences essentially um experiential um uh, experiences pretty much anywhere in the world having been uh, traveling for for so many years um it felt very natural for me to um uh, number one um develop my own brand um through my network through um, the places that i've been to and everything else it's um, kind of comes quite interesting and the things that I've done of course and the experiences that I've um, created for my guests um, through work that it was um, something that, that I felt I, I could really offer to, to clients um, and so I went down um, and that route um, made some mistakes, learnt a lot and kind of didn't really, didn't really get the feeling that it that that, that it was going to be something that, that, that really empowered me. Um, and with that, I uh, started a search actually online uh, in the Ibiza, the network in our, in our Ibiza, um, for some help, some help um, for me to. Perhaps like identify a little bit more specifically, uh, you know, my strengths, my challenges, where I can um, where, where, where I could really um, use me and, and, and what I'm all about, um, and offering that um, to other people. And that's where I met the delightful, innovative, Latina, entrepreneurial. <laughs> Lady, that is Angelica
0: Me? Yes. So now that you guys have met, tell us a little bit more. Okay. so Nigel, you had these ideas to get sort of out of being a yacht captain and start something new. Didn't quite work out. You weren't feeling it. And Helica comes into the picture. What are you guys working on?
1: Well, I'll, I'll let Angelica um, expand a little bit uh, on, on,
2: on that subject. When I first met Niall, he obviously, he was in the search for something. Um, when you sometimes when, when, when you are by yourself starting a business, you feel a little bit lost and you know you need something, but you don't really. You you can really point what it is, and funny enough, on twenty twenty, I decided I was also working on a project related on experiences. In this case, it was more like innovation trips and such, but. Because of 2020, I had to put all this on hold and specialize on my other set of skills and my second passion, which is a strategy and creativity and how I can implement all these in, in brands. And I see a project like Niles and it was like, all right, what we need to do is to actually do um, a research around the industry and understand what is the world gonna need in the future? If we talk about experiences, if we talk about a, about a visa, then you think, all right, tourism. And it's like, it's not necessarily has to be with digital marketing. It's actually, for, for me, it was like, we need to, we need to take, we need to sum out and take a, a bigger look on, on, on the picture and build something that made sense. So I, Niall and I had a couple of meetings um, and we brainstormed a lot of ideas and, and then it clicked. I was like, all right, what we need is to do an entire business innovation project where we build something with the set, with the really special set of skills that Niall has and the really special location that we have and innovate either tourism or we'll see what happens so i spoke to him one of the most important things that i have to hide, highlight is that when you want to innovate people need to especially clients from my end that from my end that i'm a small creative studio and i'm quite flexible to explore new ideas the most important part is that the client feels confident with you which in, in this case is Niall, and it's open to explore and to brainstorm and to create pretty much from scratch. And I, I told him that I wanted to go into a journey where we understood everything from the beginning, who we are, our strengths, what, what the future is gonna look like. We, did, we, we play a lot with that with a different hypothesis. And then we pointed together with the thing that we can actually do. And we began a a quite amazing journey that has been the past six months. That is incredible.
0: And you've outlined exactly what everybody is attempting to do as they start a new business, wondering how to innovate. You outlined that for everybody right here. Start with your strengths, Start from the ground up, and then build from that, and see
2: where everything intersects. If if you're stuck, if you're if you're like I really want to do this, but um, don't know where to go, trust me when I tell you, sometimes ber- the bet, better solution is to zoom out. Just understand if what you're if, you're if where you're putting your energy makes sense, because maybe from 2020 and and a lot of my clients came from the tourism industry but at that moment it's like how can we think differently and are you open to that are you open to uncertainty it's it's if you're up to the challenge along the way yes it's gonna you're gonna find a lot of um obstacles but the reward is even more amazing. And then you will appreciate the, 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 the little mines, milestones as if they were big wins. Everything becomes like, we made this. It's, it's, we need to be proud of, us, of ourselves. We need to embrace it. It's, it's been an amazing journey. And, and you start also to be really kind to what you do and, and value your job and the opportunity to learn as well. But I do have to say the most important thing from the part of view of a creative or an agency or a freelance, however you wanna call it, is the fact that the the person or the company you're working with, that they're willing to jump into that challenge with you and willing to explore and willing to risk and willing to reinvent. And without that, the, it, it's only a one-way one journey. Your your person will be persistent.
0: Right. And and it's the a change
2: maker.
0: Exactly. If the resistance is there, then the growth isn't going to be there. And you yeah. have to have everybody on board for that. And like you said, it is uncertain, but the payoff for that risk at the end of the day is exponentially better. Yeah.
2: And Nigel trusted me on that. He was like, well, you're the expert in this. Let's do this. And and so far, I think um, he's happy.
0: <laughs> well, let's go to Nigel. Nigel, tell us a little bit more about your side of this. So you've started this new endeavor. And it's going, how is it going for you?
1: Well, it's going amazing. We're in very early stages. Uh, we've we, we, We've had this creative process which has been roped Roadmap by um, by Allegria, Allegria Creative Studio, which is Angelica's uh, brand, and uh, so we've uh, yeah we, we we've gone through the brainstorming, um, the roadmap, the so many processes um, and uh, um, identifying skills and attributes and everything else, and then we really um, were. Um, thinking about well, through our through the research, um, we identified a niche, and um, that niche we identified was that different sectors weren't talking to each other. Um, I'm I'm a yachting guy. I'm I'm a I'm 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 a, a yacht captain, and uh, so yachting uh, the yachting industry is sort of my. Uh, my backyard, so to speak, and um, so we've got yachting, and then I always want to have positive impact in the local communities of where we operate. So, for example, like if we go to a particular um, island or uh, or, or some, I always try and get the chef to buy the food from the local um, the local greengrocer or. Um, if we have, uh, you know, any, anything to do, I try to involve local people and, and put money, money into local community. And that really highlighted like the local aspect. So we've got local, we've got, um, we've, we've got sorry, we've got yachting and we've got local. And then we were like, all oh, right, well, I'm or actually very, um, I'm very um, eco-conscious as well. And so I've um, implemented lots of um, initiatives on board. And um, uh, m- many, many different things um, on board to uh, reduce waste, or um, you know, using um, y- using uh, uh, products with with reduced impact, um, reduced toxins, and um, and also then you know, helping um, at that point it was like beach cleans or um, you know, just simple simple si- simple things, but you know, with a big heart, um, and so we kind of like we were exploring. Um, Different brands on on the island of Ibiza. And then we came, well, Angelica introduced me to the United Nations and the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals for 2030. Now, this was quite a big light bulb moment because I was like, I'd never heard of the United Nations. Um, goals, uh, sustainable ability, sustainable development goals until that point. And then it was like, right, maybe we can tie all these different aspects together. So we've got yachting, we've got local impacts, and we've got, let's just call it environment or let's just call it eco, yeah, for the sake of argument. And how can we, how can we um, bring all this together um, to help the government um, with their goals for sustainable development in tandem with the United Nations um, initiative. And that was really where the journey started. And that was when I said, well, well, I'm a, I'm a conscious captain. And Angelica said, write that down immediately.
0: <laughs> yeah, the light bulbs going off as a creative and marketing person. Yeah, you right said, really write nice. that Get down. It there it is.
1: Exactly. I don't argue with Angelica. I mean, we have discussions, so I immediately <laughs> wrote it down, you know. <laughs> <laughs> conscious conscious captain and from that day forth that is essentially the fundamental um um, elements of what we've um what we've deemed um to develop and uh we have developed the conscious yachting club um long story short the conscious yachting club is uh, a 360 view It's a 360 approach for yachts and yachting to embrace uh, practices for a more sustainable future. Um, Having positive impact um, on board the yachts with their crew, um, having positive impact in the communities in which the yachts are operating, um, having Uh, or mitigating and improving practice practices related to the environment and um, it's it's been a very exciting journey which is through all the creative process is actually very very clear to us now on on the direction that, that, that we're going to take so we've created a business model um, we've now got websites. We have validation from uh, industry powerhouses, uh, powerhouses, power yeah houses, uh, influential influential people within yachting. We're engaging with um, uh, people in Ibiza and organisations and initiatives in Ibiza who are very excited to be on board with us and, and partnering with us. Um, we're just coming out of our shell and starting to talk about uh, the subjects and the projects, uh, which is why we're here today. And um, yeah, it's it's very exciting future. And um, yeah, perhaps Angelica would like to expand a little bit um, further on, on the project.
2: Well, now that um, I'm listening to Nigel speak, it brings me back. To the moment where we began and how, when we made our first statement, and um, I, I think one of the change makers or the biggest foundation as well for the Conscious Jetting Club was when Niall, Niall told me, you know what, I'm a conscious yachting. I'm a conscious captain, and I was like, now now we're talking about something really unique and special. Especially because we have 2020, we have 2030 goals as well. Um, The world is rapidly changing, but also we all have to work together to fight the environment, the sustainable crisis that, that we have. And then, and then he says that a lot of captains, and a lot of crew, and a lot of, and a lot of the community, most of the community around the yachting industry. It's actually really conscious. The thing is, sometimes they don't have the time or resources to learn more about it. it. And me, uh, I'm a a social person. I also, I love to learn from other people. And one of my biggest passions until uh, a year ago, a year and a half ago was to attend conferences for me was my highlights of the year. I'm going to Lisbon, I'm going to Toronto, I'm going to Madrid, I'm going to this, all these different places where I could learn from people and get, get inspired. And it's what I look when I go into a new place. I just happened to be new in the island and slowly I was identifying the innovators in the island, what people was doing, doing it here, who was a remote worker, who is actually being an entrepreneur in the island, and what are they doing? What are the industries in here? And I, uh, I realized that there's a lot of talent in here, and there's a lot of well, not a lot, but there are change makers in the island, especially especially creating positive impact. And I was, uh, and and I always wonder why no one spoke about them. You when you're outside of the uh, of a visa, or when you just come here, you don't really find them, you you know, touristic place, so you find the, the, the common things. And then, and then, all right, we have a community that actually care. And also we have a lot of talent. And if you, just by the sake that you're starting a company that you are adventuring into your own journey, you need a lot of support and you need to be appreciated for that. I was like, well, if the future of tourism has to do with give back locally and the world is moving towards sustainable behavior, I also, I do want to say that sustainable is not only environmental, when we talk about sustainability these days and the nature of the 2030 goals, the 17 goals are environmental, social, and govern- governmental. So it's not only, yeah, let's go plant trees. It's like how can we support, or how can we highlight the change makers of Ibiza, the ones that are driving a difference, the one that is making that they're preserving the amazing Mediterranean islands? Because Ibiza is beautiful; that the, the it, it's just breathtaking. Um, and and we start we, we, we start by that. It's like how can the attend if the if. The reason needs to give back. If we have a conscious community, how can we help that conscious community to give back or to promote innovation within the, within the island? Because there's nothing more special than that, than support to the ones that need the projects to be highlighted. And that's how it began. We were like, oh, well, um, there is something that is called. Global- carbon offsetting the uh, it it's known in the world which is you measure your emissions and you put a number and a price to the emissions that you that you make or that you create per year and then you pay a money based on your emissions it's like that's cool but that money goes to different different areas but if we take that concept and we probably tell tell yeah, the industry, hey, do you want to measure measure your emissions? And that money we can use it to give back. And by giving back, then we can also we can also help the government achieve the twenty thirty goals. We start creating a circular mo- model. That's amazing. And we were like, yeah, that's how we're gonna start. And then we were like, yeah, actually, that's kind of like um uh it um no no one that's kind of like kind of like charity like mm-hmm. just people came for the sake of having peace of mind but when you start a business model it's like yeah you actually need to provide a service
0: right but
2: our right. our first thought was hey maybe the yacht industry can 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 focus on giving highlighting the innovators change makers of the island that that's how it be, It all began, and then and then right now, well, we uh, did more research. We explore with more, and we thought about how to create m- better impact, measure impact, and establish a more solid foundation on the business model. I now I don't know if you would like to continue speaking about it, or you want so- to <laughs> go in.
0: So with this, I'm going to interrupt here a second. Um, are you guys working directly? So the service as we're getting into that you guys have created, is it going more so to like the yachting industry and yacht captains providing something to them and then you guys are delegating how it goes back or is that something else? there's a be- couple of, ang-
1: sorry, there's, there's, there's a couple of angles. To it, um, there's a couple of sides um, sides to the uh, to the triangle, um, and one of those sides is is community. So we're we're empowering, we're creating a, a new revenue stream for local communities um, uh, uh, to supply products and services to the yachting industry. So if you, if you imagine a yacht that's going to come into uh, the Ibiza or the Balearic waters, and uh, let's just take a really simple example that they want some uh, fruits and vegetables, then why not? Um, uh, you've got one option. One option is to um, go and buy fruits and vegetables from um, the supermarket uh, which has been flown from uh, Costa Rica and is packaged uh, and, uh, and then put on the shelf. And so the, the money goes uh, to the supermarket, it was a big international brand. Um, the money goes to uh, the producer in Costa Rica who's growing the pineapple and then it's packaged up and, uh, and sent over to, to Spain and is then distributed to, to Ibiza. Uh, so that's one option or option two is that um, uh, uh, perhaps we, uh, we, we we offer um, uh, organic seasonal produce uh, from the island, which is grown by uh, which is grown on the island by local producers. And uh, what we do is, is we create a, an app, uh, a web app uh, where the yacht uh, coming into the island has has an opportunity to get. Uh, high quality um, produce, grown locally, of a of, a, of an organic uh, nature. Not just of an organic nature, but you know we we, we vet all our all our suppliers. And, uh, they 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 really have to be um, either producing or, or or they have to have a mission towards sustainable a sustainable future. And so it's not just greenwash. Uh, or hogwash this is real um, and this is uh, and this is a way that we create a directory of local suppliers of products and services which the yachting community can use to um, supply the yacht supply the chef the stewardess with all uh, the guests uh, um, you know with, with with these goods and services which then Reduces the supply chain, yeah. It, it has better. It has better quality products. Uh, puts puts money into the local economy, and uh, reduces or eliminates packaging, and is delivered. It's zero kilometer um, um, and food. So that's really a simple example. Another way that we help the yachting, uh, the, the the yachts and the yacht captains and 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 crew. To embrace uh, practices for a sustainable future is by um, um, providing them with a with a service, and that service is in the form. it gets a little bit more technical now, but we provide uh, uh, tools and resources for the captain and crew um, to system to Im- implement a si- system on board it's a software system um, which will collect data and analyze the data to see where the spikes are in their emissions or in their operation so for example if we've got a uh, um, a jet ski for example on board a yacht and jet skis as we know um, they're quite uh, they, they can be quite smoky. Uh, Perhaps you fill up the jet ski at the back of the yacht with a a jerry can and um, not all the fuel goes into the jet ski. Um, Some perhaps residue goes into the water and then the guests go off and um, they are screaming around the, the anchorage, annoying everybody with the noise. And, uh, annoy- <laughs> and actually um, um, causing harm to the sea life in that area, which is a major problem. Um, so what we can do is we can identify that spike in emission and we can address that. So by, um, uh, by collecting that data, analyzing it, we then have a quarterly review and we can say, all oh, right, OK, well, the jet skis are, are quite a high emitter. Perhaps we can look at providing you with a solution um, to, to, to help mitigate that impact. So um, we look at alternatives, clean energy, um, low noise um, alternatives, and perhaps with these newer models of, um, of, of equipment and toys, they're even more fun and, and easier to maintain And the guests are going to be like, oh, my goodness, that's something, you know, really quite innovative and um, yeah, really, really exciting. And so, yeah, and so um, we also so that's the yacht side of things. We apply a systematic, holistic approach um, to uh, for for yachts and yachting stakeholders. So then if you have a yacht, that, uh, that yacht can be operated by a management company. And so we can also apply that same systematic, uh, that same system to the yacht management company. So we're going to be measuring emissions and practice through all the four pillars um, uh, of, of sustainable impact, which Angelica mentioned previously: is environment, economy, marketplace, and workplace. So we look at we we look at how. The yacht crew and guests are interacting with the local social, uh, s- local society, the local communities. How are they interacting? Yeah, you know, what restaurants are they going to? What activities are they doing on the shore? Um, let's have a look at those. What 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 sort of emissions um, uh, are those generating, and how perhaps can we offer the guests a solution? Um, to um, have an amazing experience but perhaps put um money back into the into the local community regenerating the economy and regenerating um the environment so that's another approach Um, yeah it's uh and the other thing is is we actually help the government um let's take ibiza as an example i mean uh, ibiza formentera at the moment is the pilot project but whenever I whenever I say to anybody, oh, yeah, I live in Ibiza. Like, oh right, I'm like, yeah, it's beautiful. It's multicultural. It's it, it, it's very um, uh, it's quite organic actually. The uh, the Balearics are the Isles sostenible. Um, um, but all they know about is the party island. Now, is that the best reputation that Ibiza wants to have? Um, They call themselves the uh, Sustainable Islands, but in fact their reputation is with the nightclub uh, industry or the nightlife industry. Um, How is that industry impacting the island? Can we help the government I don't want to say face wash the island but how can we help the Balearic government improve the image of Ibiza and actually Mallorca of the Balearic islands um, which uh, uh, to align the islands a little bit more with um, current and future demands, uh, consumer demands of tourism, uh, of tourism demands. And so, so it's a multifaceted approach um, for yachts and yachting uh, to uh, become um, more sustainable.
0: I love this because you guys are so right that you have to infuse the local places that you go in any tourism place whether you're traveling by boats whether you're traveling by air or by car you know if you're always going to big chain places when you travel there it's doing really nothing for that the locals who live there and i've been blessed and been able to travel and live abroad and see the impact that can be made when you infuse the local tourism and the locals who live there. And what you are doing creates that connection where otherwise, like you had mentioned, it would be an afterthought or you would attempt to, but it's so much on your plate, like only so much can get done in a day by people on the boat or however means of travel. But when you have this opportunity you're like, here's the solution, it's right here, open the app. What do you need when you land in Ibiza? I'm going to order my groceries from yeah. whoever yeah. down the street and it's going to be delivered and it's gonna be the best things. That, yeah. is, cool. oh, that is absolutely amazing. And especially that you bring in the environmental impact both with you know carbon emission policies and so forth on that level, but also going deeper and getting into the ocean and oceanic level as well of like you know what you're doing ultimately affects sea life. It ultimately affects water quality.
1: Yeah, yeah, well,
2: What I want to what I want to highlight, as well as um, Niall was saying, we we have our mp and it, it's assessment a strategy data collection reporting those in in few words it's what our core offering for our members of the club for a yet management or yet owner yet captain crew that's all our, our core value that i want to highlight the sustainable strategy that we want to offer because we we have the initial assessment and we have data on everything that you're doing right now and we look for room to improve so what we want to, what we what we're doing is to just make it easy. Here, this is your vessel. This is who you are. Follow these little steps, and then you're gonna start creating amazing impact with that sustainable uh, report strategy that we're giving them. It's like an ABC or one, two, three, to at the same time create that positive impact. It's like you need you wanna go on a day trip in the island. Well, you can you can use this, 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 this and that. Mm-hmm. We wanna make it as easy and seamless seamless and, and, and easy and smooth as possible to the the members of our community. All of this also translated in the most important thing. Again, uh, it raised it raised the question that if I'm gonna pay to be part of a club what else am I going to get and we are also putting on the table the fact that members of our community of the conscious Jetting club right away they're going to have reporting for ESG ESG reporting which is right now mandatory for most of investors most of banks is going to um, become it, it in few years it will come into regulation for any sort of industry which increase the value and the reputation of the members of our club. We are creating an inclusive, an exclusive yet inclusive community. And on the side, because we also have the directory, we are bringing together all all those people in the island. And the directory is open source, anyone can see it. We use it for us as a reference and when we implement the strategy, obviously the members of a, of a directory are priority. But again, um, if you're in China and you wanna know what to do in here, how to consume a smart or conscious, use the directory and enjoy it because it, it's what we want to do, work together on this, but providing the value that the fact that it is, it, it is a lot of work also data measurements, it's our Biggest, uh, it's the it's the biggest key or biggest tool that we have to prevent greenwashing. As well, we want to we want to solve the issues. If we want to make it easy. We want you to have to uh to have a safe community or a support community where if you have any questions or uh, or you want to know what's going on, what initiatives and such, you can ask us. We want we want to guide you into this transformation. But also you have, because you're part of our club, you have your ESG reporting that it's gonna be, that it's gonna look amazing for your investors or or your bankers or your board. And you are gonna have data that prove what you're doing. And at the same time, well, all the other benefits that we already mentioned before. It's absolutely amazing. It's like a one
0: size all fit answer. Uh, you know, like helping the community, helping the environment, sustainability, you've got investors, everybody at play, you guys have thought of it all. Nigel, I wanna ask you, you know, coming from the yachting industry and being a part of it for decades, you know, did you have to do all of this on your own as far as being eco-conscious? I know you mentioned at the beginning of practices that you included were you as aware of the carbon emissions on your main journeys that you were taking?
1: The past six months has been the most incredible educational journey. I was going to say Probably of my life, <laughs> but probably apart from doing my master, my master's uh, 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 certification. I mean, I didn't go to school. I I always just ran off and went to play rugby and stuff, you know. So that was... (laughs) Uh, So my education, actually, my, uh, let's say, um, academic education was in my master's uh, for, you know, as a shipmaster. But then this recent education has been uh, massive for me. Um, So was I aware? No. Uh, Was I aware that um uh eating meat had such a negative impact on global environment no i had no idea was i aware that um milk had such a negative impact on the on the environment or dairy let's say no i am living proof that education, education, education is absolutely critical for the future of humanity. And that is a bold statement, but I am living proof that I can be here and to say that education equals awareness, consciousness, and so much more. And this is a fundamental value of the conscious yachting club is to provide vertical education in the communities and in yachts and yachting for a sustainable future. And it's absolutely imperative. I've learned so much and through little changes that I've made, I mean, I've, I'm, I, 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 don't eat very I meet very rarely yeah um, for many reasons now. why? Well, because I'm now feel further educated um, from, from the, again from the the, the, the environmental um, impact that it has um, and from the from the social impact it has. I mean we think about you know avocados, we want avocados all year round right you, know, you 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 go step by step backwards what does it take to produce those avocados month in month out you know i mean it, it it's a massive industry it's huge we get the avocado but do we think about the value chain of which we're engaging with no no we just want to have the avocado on on social whatever however you have your avocado yeah well what i say to you it's just simple things have a massive impact. So fortunate to live in a in a, a sun drenched island in a sun drenched um, um, uh, country. Now, uh, but you know, every it, it's possible to to, to to eat the seasonal produce and buy local and eat seasonal It's a huge thing because it reduces. Um, so much um, emissions. If you think about that pineapple or that avocado that's been shipped from Costa Rica or Mexico or or whatever around the world, and you think about the carbon emission that that is having, then you get it on your plate and actually think about coffee and the slave labor that is um, uh, widespread in the production of coffee, so you put that spoon of coffee that's come from wherever into your cup or however you have it, whatever them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have to be more aware and we have to be more conscious about our decisions and what, how we are consuming. Now, if we've got in 20, what are we looking at? 2050, we're looking at is it 2050 we're looking at a population of 10 billion that's a rise in 2 billion from uh from this year from this uh yeah mm-hmm. now to produce i mean i'm going probably off track a little bit here oh but, i love know, it keep to, going to, 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 to you know we're going to have to feed the population so the population rise, so our reproduction, re- the reproduction, and also the um, extension of lifespan means that the population is growing exponentially. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the the um, the main cause, or the main cause of why we are cutting, uh, uh, why we are deforesting deforestation of the amazon for example why are we cutting down trees well it's because that in the short term uh, it's more profitable for the farmers to grow soy or corn or um, uh, 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 it's it's um, uh, uh, food it's fodder it's animal fodder to to raise livestock. So we cut the trees, we plough the land, it's called ploughing in England, we we turn the land, yeah, which is we're destroying the ecosystem of the soil. We then plant, we then plough, we plant, we grow, we do that for a few years, but we've actually destroyed the ecosystem of the forest, We've destroyed the ecosystem of the soil. We've then going to put uh, toxins into that soil that so that it um, enhances its um, produ- production. So you get a, 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 for the yield. So you do that for 10 years, but then because you've toxicated, you've intoxicated that soil so much, because you have... Um, Uh, uh, turned the soil repeatedly, 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 this is not a natural process. It's not natural farming, is it? I mean, how can that survive? And so what you've done is you've destroyed the ecosystem, you've shortened the lifespan of uh, the the production of of produce for human... human. uh, Well, well, actually, in this case, we're feeding the livestock because Mm. we want to uh, eat meat. Yeah? And so what happens over time is that you have a uh, a degenerated soil. That degenerated soil then becomes inefficient. And then what happens? It's no good anymore. The farmers have a a very low yield. They cannot earn any money uh, or or, or very little money from from the small yields that they're having. and, and and so what happens? Um, you have a very detrimental effects on the society and and the economy. Right. Take that example. You've got environment, environmental damage. You've got uh, the farmer has a spiked income, but long term income is detrimental. Okay. So you've got detriment in the economy. You've then got the uh, effect, uh, the impact in, in in the society. So, what impact is it having? Is it having a positive impact or a negative impact? Say that it's a negative impact, because the, the guy, you know, the, the, the producers no longer can afford to to to, to, to live because that their yields are so low, and the prices are driven uh, um, so low by market demand and 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 and, and, and supply. So. What do we have to do? We then go back through the cycle. Well, option one, it's uh, desertification. So desertification is the fact that the land no longer has nutrients, no longer is able to produce the, um, the, the, uh, the, the crops um, that, that, that's needed to feed the livestock. Just remember, This is only to feed the livestock which we are rearing for human consumption. Yeah. That's the only reason why this is happening. Not the only, but this is a massive reason. Yeah? So what do we have to do? We've got desertification. The land is pretty much useless. Now, you look at I don't want to i don't i don't want to um uh, use the i'm going to use the states uh, the united states as an example because it's just it's it, 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 it's because the the, um, the damage is, is extensive and it's a massive problem but it's not just the us this is globally but you look at the um so that the, the co2 goes up into the atmosphere or what? How's the CO2 absorbed? How do we get rid of it? Well, it's through trees, through vegetation. It gets absorbed. It goes uh, through 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 the trees down uh, down into the roots and then into into the soil. That's the ecosystem. And so there's a, there's a cycle there. If you cut the tree, there ain't no absorption of the CO2. Yeah. So you push one side of the planet. By cars and uh, well, I'm not. Let's not use cars. Let's use industry emitting uh, so much CO2 into the atmosphere. That but you, then you cut down the source of the absorbing uh, t- uh, the, the absorbance. Uh, so you take away that the healer, yeah, and then and, and 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 the cycle is a broken cycle. We are at tipping point as a planet, as a, as an environment. Why are we at tipping point? There's some really simple things we can do. One is meat. That's going to solve the problem. The other thing we have to do is we have to regenerate. Uh, we have to create the regenerative economy. And that regenerative economy is possible it's it's possible to regenerate the economy. How? By regenerating natural capital. That's how we do it. And this is why sustainability is such a hot... It's not a hot topic. It, it, it It's the future. Because we have extracted so much from the planet's natural capital, we have cut we've drilled with everything every form of extraction we've we've done to it but now uh, the planet is is at tipping point and she's telling us through storms through sea level through um, uh, droughts she's telling us that she's had enough no longer will she tolerate us putting toxins into, into, in, into the oceans and polluting uh, the, 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 with landfill. No longer is she tolerating that. What's the ultimate response from the planet? What's the ultimate response from Pachamama? Telling us, stop or oh, I'm going to come in for you even harder. Is the pandemic?
0: Yeah, it's time to I, act. Uh,
2: yes, as, as much as much. Go uh, ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say as much as I agree with with Nile with everything he's saying and it's inspiring. I do want to highlight that what we need to do as a community is it's just being a little bit conscious of what we do. How we consume, but also the major the major thing I have with sustainability these days is that it needs a better PR. <laughs> uh, I do I do have to address the fact that sustainability is not only the em- environment. We are talking about uh, diversity. We are talking about quality of living. We are talking about social um, work workplace. We are talking about our personal well being as or as, as humans mm-hmm. and caring about ourselves. And part of caring about ourselves not only comes from your the quality of work or your living situation, but also how we consume. And I don't want to scare people, me personally that, uh, as a opposite side or for different vision from Niall, I don't want to scare people to tell them, hey, you need to go from a hundred to a zero right now. It's not that easy, it's just take baby steps. It's a process, innovation, creativity, hum- the change of human behavior or a cultural shift, it's a process. So little things and it's what Conscious Jatting Club is aiming to achieve, just baby steps, just a set of guidelines where we move towards the right direction, where we can stop all the impact and when we're, where we can educate ourselves into why our actions are generating impact, either negative or positive. And from there, we will be moving towards a positive future. I don't, I'm, I eat meat. I like, I, I, I'm a Latina. I grew up in South America. Everything was meat related. Um, but it comes to the point where it's like, also, I love, I, I, I like to know that I'm eating healthy. That do I need to eat meat every day? Not really, also food is amazing. There's so many types of dishes and things that you can, that you can get that not necessarily needs to be meat based. I love avocado as well. So now you'll don't mess with the avocado.
1: We all, no, we all, we all, we all love it all. I think you know it's it's amazing, <laughs> but I think it, it, it's it's just what
2: we're talking about.
1: It's just conscious, yeah. just consciousness. Just be conscious. Just make you know,
2: and 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 think about impact. Just from the kind of package that you have, where does it come from? Shipping creates impact. Whether we want to believe it or not, the fact that do you want to get bananas from the peninsula or from the Canary Islands or bananas that are locally grown here probably here because actually send it send it over consume and it costs a lot of money and and here you'll be providing local value and you will go boosting local economies just that the little simple step exactly. have a water bottle with you you don't need to get a plastic water bottle every single time you're thirsty or the same is again little behaviors little um, change as the mindset change well it's what we're trying to do that's why education is key that's why creating a community is key that's why supporting people driving change or innovating towards the right direction matters and that's why we want to Promote what they're doing and support them, but also, if your industry, if the nature of your job creates a lot of impact, you don't have to build the newest um, electric yacht that I don't know fuels from garbage. You don't, you don't, you don't have to. Do that. You don't have to make that in big investment. Probably will come. But for now, all you have to do is just be more aware. And maybe in the operational side of Yachting, just be aware of, 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 of your stakeholders, how you consume, how you operate, how you treat your crew, how, how who are your employees, their well-being. And then we will see, we will we will see positive impact and we'll be moving in the right directions. And you can be part of conscious yachting club <laughs> yes and not only a conscious yachting club
0: because what you're speaking on here too affects each and every one of us like a trip to the grocery store eat what's seasonal and what is seasonal and it helps that impact if you have farmers markets in your town go to the farmers markets like help the locals out it helps all of us i'm i'm with you and Angelica and I'm here in Texas. It is a huge meat-driven state with cattle right now and the same thing remains like you eat locally or mix it up a few nights a week. You don't have to have the ribeye steak every single night. Um, yeah. These small things really do matter. You guys are making a huge impact, not only in Ibiza, not only in Spain, but I see this as going worldwide of an impact and you never know who you're going to reach and what these changes can do for the entire world.
1: I think that, that that's the beautiful thing is that uh, I, I set out to, well, I, I had a vision uh, and that vision was to um, uh, change the face of yachting. Um, I started out uh, changing the so uh, uh, raise the bar of yachting. I really wanted to raise to, yeah to raise the bar and and, and and improve it. I set out on my on my journey to do that. And um, then when I met Angelica, we, uh, you know, she, you know, we, we, uh, we, we, we worked on, on, on me. And then, and and, it, and it's really manifested itself in, in, in another way, which is just like, so me. <laughs> <laughs> but the beautiful thing is, is that what it's resulted in is an opportunity to change yachting, is an opportunity to, to, to give it another, another image on a global scale, because we talk about Ibiza and Formentera. Let's not forget that that's just a pilot project.
2: Ooh, well, it is also an, an, an opportunity for the industry to future proof itself. We don't want the industry to come to in the next four years and people just be like, no, uh, yet in industry, they are the worst, but we don't want them here. We want them to be welcome, whatever they are. We want people to be happy because Ayat came, not not necessarily because you're gonna go on the vessel, but because them by them being here just creates well-being for the community, and that's I think that's the ultimate 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 goal for travel industry or tourism industry in general.
0: Amazing, I could speak with you guys for hours on sustainability, sustainable projects. I've studied this in the past and it is something that needs to be on the forefront of more of our minds in everyday actions that we take from the yachting industry to each and every single one of us in our daily lives. So I thank you so much for sharing with us today. Where can people find more information out about both of you? Website, social media, etc.
1: Conscious Yachting. Conscious is the website. Um, You can search my name, which is Nigel Marison on LinkedIn and um, uh, a, a future resource which will be coming up very soon. Um, is that uh, I will be um, chairing uh, a discussion of corporate social responsibility at the Palmer Super Yacht Show, which will also be shared on um, all the usual media, so social media channels.
2: Also, we we have LinkedIn and um, LinkedIn. We have the Country Jetting Club group. It's still on early stages, and we're still growing the community. We just launched it uh but absolutely go ahead and follow us um it's um you can find Niall and i in there and for me on Angelica Pinson and LinkedIn
0: wonderful I'll make sure wherever you are watching or listening to this episode at you can find all of the information and all of the links to connect with Nigel and Angelica right here so there's no excuses not to connect no excuses if you are part of the yachting community to click that button check it out and see what impacts you can make today as we close i just want to encourage each and every one of you to just take an extra step today be a little bit more conscious in everyday actions everyday purchases is that avocado coming to you locally? Is it in season right now as we begin to put it on our tacos and avocado toast? Or maybe we're even making guacamole this weekend. But um, just take that extra step. It makes a huge difference. And with that, have an amazing rest of your day, an amazing rest of your week. This has been another episode of Coffee with Bobby and today's guest. Nigel and Angelica, thank you so much.